Hello and welcome back to the Weights and Wine podcast. My name is Netta Veda. I am your host. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Netta, N-E-D-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also send me an email at netaveda, N-E-D-A-V-A-E-D-A at gmail.com. If you found this episode helpful or you just really like the sound of my voice, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating. It means a lot to me and I hope you enjoy the episode. Happy Wednesday, everyone. I just have to start by saying, if you know me, you know that I've always kind of, well, not always. I've always worked out by myself. I hate working out with a friend. I hate working out with people. I used to get trained. I even hate working out with a trainer. I just, I am such an introvert at the gym. I have my noise canceling headphones on. So I literally don't hear anything besides my music and I do my thing and I leave. So, and if you see me, you know I have a resting workout bitch face, which we've covered in a previous episode, so that's that on that. But I have recently been doing a bunch of different group fitness classes, ones that you've probably heard about, ones that I've mentioned, such as Solid Core, F45, what did I do, Barry's, Pure Bar, I'm gonna try Orange Theory. I know it's very shocking that I've never taken an Orange Theory class, but again, I've just never been into group fitness classes until recently. And I feel like now that I'm kind of branching out more in my fitness and I'm not just focusing on strength training and I'm incorporating more things like yoga and Pilates and just stuff like that, I am loving group fitness classes. And it's a complete 180 because... (laughs) Even a few months ago, if you would have told me I would have literally been voluntarily taking group fitness classes, I would have told you you're out of your rabbit ass mind because I would never do that. But here we are and here I am. And I don't know. I just love it so much. I really enjoy all the different classes. And I never thought I would like someone yelling at me and telling me what to do, which some classes they do, but other classes like Pure Bar, I love. It's such a good stretch and it's a really good low impact workout that I love. They don't yell at you there, obviously, but I love it. And I think group fitness is a really great segue into fitness and into the gym. If you are someone who is newer or you're a beginner, or if you just want to try something different, but you don't know where to start. Like that was me. I wanted to try group fitness classes. I just didn't know where to start. So I started by going with a friend to a class and then I went with another friend to another class and eventually I felt comfortable enough to go on my own. And this is me at 27, almost 28, who's been working out and lifting for over four and a half years telling you that I was scared to go to a class by myself. So there definitely is, I feel like there might be a stigma around people who work out and who've been in the fitness field for a while, like... It's like, obviously we have high confidence and things like that, but we also have those days where we don't feel as confident or maybe it's just me. It could totally be just me, but I feel like I come off as a very confident, strong woman, but I do have my days too where body dysmorphia really just gets to me. I feel like I'm not that strong and sometimes I get vulnerable too and I feel like I don't want to go to a class by myself because maybe I'll mess up and that's embarrassing, but 
that's fucking life. You know, everyone starts out somewhere. I took my first class by myself. It was a pure bar class earlier this week. I only did bar on an app before. So to actually go in person in studio to do it was, I was nervous. I was very nervous. I went in the middle of the day. So it was the typical like yoga moms, yoga stay-at-home moms who took the class with me. And it was so different than I thought it would be. It was, the class itself went phenomenal, but just the environment and the vibe and the people and the women in the class was, they're all so supportive. And I feel like maybe it was a stigma that I had in my mind, like a stereotype of people who take certain fitness classes, but everyone in every class I've ever been to, honestly, at this point has been so welcoming and warming and it's been so awesome to see and to be able to get to experience all these different things with all these incredible women and some men. So yeah, I mean, I think group fitness is awesome. And especially if it's something you want to get more into, like I definitely want to get more into yoga and Pilates just because I've lifted for so many years. So I know what I'm doing in that aspect. And while I love solid core and batteries and things like that as additions to my workouts and stuff, I really do want to focus more so on things like stretching and really getting into the nooks and crannies and and all that stuff. So I'm super excited for that. And yeah, I think if you ever want to do something, just go for it. Like I have to tell myself that too, because I didn't go for it for the longest time. And I would just go to the gym. I would use my app because I was nervous to go to a studio, but I did. And it was fun. Like I survived and that's that, you know, I feel like sometimes it's just all about taking that first initial step. And once you do it, it's like, wow, I can fucking do anything because I'm awesome. And that's what you have to tell yourself. That's what I tell myself. And just know that you're awesome. We're all awesome. Let's work out together. Let's find what we like and let's go fucking kill it and crush our goals. All right, mini event session is over. I just realized that obviously, you know, I record this podcast on my own. So for 30 minutes a week, I feel like I get a good vent session to talk about whatever I want to talk about that week or whatever I have scheduled to talk about. So that's been super therapeutic for me, along with just using the gym as therapy. It's been great. I was supposed to, and by supposed to, I mean I wanted to start bulking the following week, I guess from today, because next week will be the last week of October, and then I wanted to start bulking, but I don't know really how that's going to go, only because I haven't been tracking my calories this week. I took a week off from macro tracking, and I've noticed that I usually do this for a week or two weeks as I'm transitioning into the next phase. So for example, if I've been cutting for a while and then I'm going to start maintaining, the last week or two that I have scheduled to cut, I'll just kind of not track, but I'll just eat more intuitively. And then similarly to now, where I've been maintaining my weight and I know I'm going to bulk soon, I've been taking this week and probably next week off tracking macros. I think that, at least for me personally, I'm very lucky and I know I'm very lucky and fortunate to not have a negative relationship with macro tracking. I know that the numbers to me are just pure data. Okay, side note, is it data or data? Like, what are we doing with this word? Because 
I feel like every time I want to say it one way, I'm supposed to say it the other way, and then I just get all confused. But let me know. Is it data or data? Because your girl never knows. But anyway, (laughs) moving on. To me, it's similar to the number on the scale. It's just pure data. It's to know that I'm going where I need to go, or I'm headed in the direction that I need to be headed in, or if I need to make accommodations or changes or modifications or whatnot. That's what I use it for. I don't really look at it more as anything else. I am aware that it can have a negative side effect. So I totally understand how macro tracking and calorie counting and things like that may not be for everyone. And that's totally understandable. I do think if you have certain fitness goals that you want to reach and you're more experienced or advanced, I think it's a good way to dip your toe into really learning about nutrition. However, if you're a complete beginner, I don't think you really need it. I think just understanding carbs and proteins and how important those are to fuel your muscles and how important fiber and healthy fats are. I think just getting the general nutrition down is first and foremost, because if you go back to the rocks in a jar episode, macro tracking isn't a big rock. Macro tracking is a pebble. So once you get your nutrition down and then you're months or maybe even years into it, honestly, and then you really want to start tweaking and refining, then I would recommend macro tracking. But other than that, I think it's just a tool. And I think if you have a negative relationship with numbers and food and things like that, then it obviously may not be the best thing to do, but that's up to you and your judgment and everyone's different. But for me personally, I just, I don't know what it is. It's literally the week or two weeks before every time I know I want to transition to something else that I just develop such a bad relationship with the numbers. And I don't know what it is. It's almost like my mind knows that, all right, there's going to be a change. And then my mind just completely gets so turned off from tracking and I haven't been doing it. So it's Wednesday now. I stopped macro tracking around Sunday, I think, or maybe Saturday. Honestly, I think Friday. I don't know. But here's the thing. I love macro tracking. I preach about it all the time. I strongly encourage people to do it. I also understand that there are limits to it. Like, for example, I just said I get turned off by it now. Even if it's just for data, I know that sometimes I need to take a step back and I need to kind of take a break from it, which is what I'm doing now. And I feel like since I've been learning and educating myself on nutrition for six years almost, I have a good grasp on what to eat and the portions and I know how to make a balanced meal and things like that. It's not me saying I know what I'm doing. It's just... I've had experience doing it and I've educated myself on doing it. And by educated, I don't mean I watched a bunch of TikToks. (laughs) I mean, I actually read books and articles and I've taken classes on nutrition. So I think I have a good grasp on that. And it's so funny because I was talking to my friend at work yesterday and I was telling her, I was like, it's so random because now it's like I can eat carrots and hummus. Listen, I'm going to preface this by saying hummus isn't bad. No food is bad for you. No food is good for you. There's no such thing as clean, dirty, healthy, not healthy, whatnot. Are there foods that have higher calories and a higher fat content and may not have the best ingredients in it? Yes. But are those foods good to have in moderation, like your Doritos and your Reese's Pieces and your Ben and Jerry's? Yes, because at the end of the day, you need to live your life and you need to live in balance. You can't deprive yourself of these foods and then binge them when you don't allow yourself to have them. 
all that moderation and balance over here, hence weights and wine. So hummus itself is made with basically chickpeas, olive oil, and a bunch of spices. That's the basic makeup of it, I think. <laughs> I've never made hummus, but I know my mom hates buying it because it's one of those foods that she says you can just make at home. But I don't know why it's never the same when you make it at home versus when you buy it. Like, same thing with coffee. I could have Starbucks coffee. I could have the exact creamer they use, the exact syrups and whatnot. But no matter what, when I make it at home, it never tastes the same as when they make it. And I would rather pay the $6 for someone to hand me my cup of coffee. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm really not kidding, though, because <laughs> I don't know why. They just make it so much better. But I digress. Back to the hummus, hummus, however you pronounce it, hummus and carrots. I was talking to my friend and I was just saying like, you know, it's so funny because now I can eat it and I don't have to worry about tracking it. If you look at the nutritional label and and if you weigh out the serving size and whatnot, the serving size is only two tablespoons, which is about 28 or 32 grams of hummus. And for that, you're getting a good amount of carbs and fats minimal protein I would say nothing crazy and the calories on it they're not super high but they are decent and it's kind of it really is a mind fuck when you think about it because inherently you would think hummus is good for you because it's full of fiber and chickpeas and healthy fats and whatnot but like tracking it it's not demonizing it it's just almost I don't know. There's a word for it. If you know what I'm saying, you get it. But it's just very interesting how there's like two kind of, and I'm sure there's more viewpoints, but those two viewpoints are very interesting to look at it that way. But even something simple like dipping my carrots into hummus and not having to worry about measuring out the hummus and putting it in a container to take to work and then measuring out how many carrots I'm eating. Like it's so interesting how different it is than when you macro track. And sometimes I like the rigidness and I like the consistency and the black and whiteness of macro tracking. But sometimes, like this week and next week, I just, I don't like it. So I take a step back. But again, if you're looking for overall health and fitness, I think you know that you can't just sit there and eat a whole bag of carrots and a whole bag of hummus as a snack. You can, I think we can all agree that's probably not the best thing to do. But I also don't think there's anything wrong with sitting there and eating a few carrots dipped into hummus and then moving on. Have it as a nice snack and, you know, live your life. Enjoy. So it's just a different eyesight. Not eyesight. What's the word? Lens. Lens. That's the word. It's like you're looking at it through different lenses. But yeah, and I just looking at my schedule, obviously the holidays are coming up soon. So that's why people always bulk now. I also just have a lot of personal events going on and it's a lot of things that involve social aspects such as going out to dinners brunches stuff like that different events to go to and to me macro tracking like I just don't want to sit there and have to think about what I ate and have to input it into an app sometimes again I love doing that and then some days I just really don't like doing that and that's totally normal that's totally fine I'm sure I'll get back to wanting to do that later in my life but right now it's just been very it's really not a priority. And for me, it's still a pebble. It's not a big rock. For me, macro tracking actually used to be a big rock. It was something I prioritized. I think you can kind of tell by the way this 
episode has been going that right now it's just not a priority and that is totally totally normal your priorities are going to change in life like health and fitness and your overall well-being should always be a priority but the things you do within them are going to change like for example my priority last year was building my glutes I wanted to hip thrust so much I wanted to grow my booty. I wanted to get those booty gains. I wanted a nice big butt. Right now, my priority is not that. My priority is just, ironically, it's getting a stronger core because the more I do Pilates and solid core and other things like that, the more I'm realizing my core isn't as strong as I think it is. And I'll say it right here, crunches are doo-doo. Crunches suck. Crunches don't help build your solid core foundation um fight me on that but just really learning how to brace it and how to develop it internally is what I'm focusing on and also just being more appreciative of my body because my body has gone through so many changes especially the last year year and a half where I really picked up my training And you know my origin story by now. I started off very slim, very slender. And over time, I gained weight. I gained muscle to develop the physique I have now, which I am so proud of and I am so confident in. But now there's days where I feel like maybe I don't know what I really want to look like. And I don't think having aesthetic goals are bad. I think eventually it becomes more internal than just the outside aesthetics. But right now, it's just kind of living my everyday life. I really want to focus on getting more mobility in, being more mobile, which I just realized is the same thing. <laughs> more flexibility, things like that. Because I feel like once I get those down packed, it helps my strength training a lot more. So even my strength training splits, like my weeks used to be divided up into more bodybuilding style. And now I have days where I want to incorporate pure bar. I want to add solid core in. I want to do just yoga for the day as my workout. So it's normal to have different priorities. Your basic goal should always be the same. Your basic goals, again, your health, fitness, overall well-being are always going to be the same. But the priorities are going to change. Like right now, strength training for me, it's always going to be a priority. But just what I'm doing isn't. Like right now, I still am lifting But I also want to prioritize yoga and Pilates up there with my strength training. So I don't really have a specific goal. I just kind of want to be right now. And same with nutrition. I don't have a specific goal. I'm sure I will want to start bulking soon. But right now, I just want to chill and enjoy life and relax. I think we need to start normalizing also just like the unknowns. I think it's totally okay to not know what you want at this exact moment. And I can relate to this because my parents immigrated to this country. I am first generation, well, me and my cousins are first generation to go to school in America. So as the daughter of immigrants, it's their whole perception was you go to school, you go to college, you get your master's or a PhD, and then you get a job, you get married, you have kids, and then that's that by the time you're like 25. (laughs) Which I feel like is, especially as the years are going on, it's like that's not what's happening anymore. But 
before we get into that. So I did. I graduated high school with my diploma, with my degree. I went to a four-year college. I got my bachelor's. That same September or August, technically, I went into my two-year master's program and I received my master's. As I was getting my master's, I also began working as a teacher. And at the time, I was a teacher's assistant. And then I received my full-time teaching job. And I thought that was it. So by the time I was 24, I had my master's degree. I was double New York State certified as a teacher in both general and special education. And I had my job. And that was pretty much it. I did that for a few years. And then I just realized, I'm like, there has to be more to life, though. Like, it can't just be going to school, getting a degree, and then working. Like, I I felt very fulfilled. I don't want to say I didn't feel fulfilled. I absolutely loved my students. I had such a great relationship with my coworkers, the parents, admin. Like, it really wasn't anything negative, luckily, because I know there are horror stories out there about some parents and teachers and whatnot. So luckily, I am very fortunate. The parents I had were amazing, like the parents of my students. But I just, something in me just knew, especially my last year of teaching, which was last school year, my heart wasn't in it anymore. My mindset wasn't in it anymore. And it's so funny because I just remember thinking, I'm like, I did all the quote unquote right things. I went to school, went to school right after that again. Got my got my bachelor's, got my master's, New York State testing. I was certified by the state multiple times, well, two times. And I had my job. And then I reached a place where I just didn't know anymore. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think that's okay. I think it's totally normal to not know. And I think we need to start normalizing that too because COVID happened. So we were obviously all home. And that's where I really decided to start posting more content on social media. I decided to get my nutrition code certification online. I decided to get my personal training certificate online. Because what else are you going to do with all the time on your hands? After I already binge watched Real Housewives of New York, like I had nothing else to do. (laughs) And I just fell so in love with it. And part of me always wishes I posted my fitness content from the beginning because When I first posted my very first quote-unquote transformation, and I say that because it was only a month in between, which in a month, as a beginner, you can make pretty decent beginner gains. I always wish I posted more. Maybe I would have gained more traction, more following at the time because not everyone was really doing it and it wasn't as prevalent as it is now. But I think everything is a learning experience. I don't really regret anything I do in life. I think I either learned from it or it was a blessing and a gift. So... Everything for me is a learning experience, whether positive or negative. And that's the mind shift that I've had over the past few weeks is to kind of look at life like that. So while I don't know what I want to do in terms of physique and my health and fitness goals now, I do know that I am actively working on my health and fitness. And by that, I mean, I am working out. I am moving my body. I'm hitting eight to 10K steps a day. I'm eating nutrient-dense foods while also having my daily Rice Krispie and whatever other food makes my heart happy because that's what matters too. And yeah, I think, you know, it's normal. If you don't know what exactly you want, that's fine. Just start somewhere. Like I didn't leave my teaching job until I knew I had something else secure. And I have manifested 
getting the job that I have now. I've manifested working with this company for three years now, but I never really took action to do it. And I did. And it's the best decision I've ever made. And it's funny because I'll see people and they're like, oh, I thought you were teaching. And I'm like, nope, I'm working for this company. And where I am now compared to even last year is night and day. So to see people's reactions, and I'm not someone like I don't need anyone's validation. I'm not a people pleaser. I pretty much am the opposite. <laughs> I could care less what people think. But it's it is very heartwarming when people see you doing what you love. And when you love doing something, I think it just radiates and it shows out of you. So when I talk about my new job, it's night and day compared to what I was talking about as a teacher last year. It's just it, when you know, you know. Um, I also always recommend to people who are just starting out to have multiple forms of income. Like when I was a teacher, I also did personal training on the side. So yeah, I don't know. I basically just became a finance guru. So <laughs> catch me working at your local bank because I'm basically a finance bro by now. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to call this episode because I feel like I just talked about the most random things, but Listen, I had three episodes scheduled to record and post, and this was neither of the three. So that's just life. Um, my favorites for this week, I think I shot out Pilates already. I don't know. I just, I love everything. I'm in such like a good mood. You know when you just love everything about life, and then some days you just hate everything. I'm trying not to be basic with these. I really want to find something niche and good. I might just have to say it. I want to shout out hummus. I fucking love a good hummus dip with carrots and crackers. I'm not the type of person who can have carrots as a substitute for something crunchy besides crackers. Like, I need the crackers. So I have to shout out hummus. I feel like it's such a boring shout out. And I feel like every favorites I do during the week is always something I talk about. But that's my first one. My second one, because I'm looking at my pile of laundry right now, is a matching pajama set. I feel like maybe this is just something that happens when you get older. But I have wanted a good matching pajama set for a hot minute. Like, I'm talking the ones with the collars and the buttons, like ladies, you know what I'm talking about. And it's the same color. And I think they're so chic. I don't know why, (laughs) but my mom is an angel and I told her I wanted one. And I was like, well, you could get this for me for Christmas because I'm also at that age where it's like, I don't really need her to get me things for Christmas because I can just buy things on my own. Even though like, I know she wants to get stuff for me, but it's like, I just literally buy it on my own. And so being the angel she is, she bought me two pairs. She bought me two sets. And I I think it's like when I shouted out socks last week. It's like, am I just getting older? Like, is that is that what's going on? Like my best friend sent me this meme where it was like, this can't be the same 9 p.m. that I used to start getting ready to go out at. And I was talking to her and I was like, I can't believe when we were both in college, we literally used to just wake up at 9 p.m. like from a nap and then get ready and go out by like 10, 11 o'clock. Like it's so bizarre to think about because at 9 p.m. right now I am in bed. I have family guy on and I'm ready to go to sleep listening to the sound of Stewie and Brian talking. So that's 9 p.m. for me. (laughs) Um, 
Maybe we'll do the Fitness Myths Instagram Q&A next week if I get to it. You guys know I'm not really super into posting on Instagram lately. I just don't really care for it. They're getting too weird with their rules and the reels and pushing stuff that I don't really want to do. But that's a rant for another day. I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and my rants and... Hopefully I'll think of a name that can kind of summarize everything we spoke about. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Neda, N-E-G-A underscore Veda, V-A-E-D-A. You can also shoot me an email at netaveda n-e-d-a-v-a-e-d-a at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns episode ideas anything is welcome if you enjoyed this episode please subscribe and leave a rating it means a lot thank you so much and i'll see you in the next one have a great week